It's really travel, bringing together a community of people who believe travel can be used as a force for good uh, and then giving them the tools to sort of help them succeed. That's really a story. Insured Nomads proudly supports the New Nomad podcast. Insured Nomads for the evolution of insurance, for the revolution of travel. For all your travel, medical, and support needs, please visit our website at insurednomads.com. We support our location-independent community worldwide. Welcome to the New Nomad Podcast, hosted by Alan and Andrew of Insured Nomads. Join us as Alan and Andrew interview and explore the community of people and ideas that embody the nomadic spirit. Tune in to incredible discussions with thought leaders each week that will help you take full advantage of the cross-border remote work lifestyle. Now here are your hosts. Hello and welcome to the New Nomad Podcast. It's going to be an interesting conversation today about immersive travel, about mindful travel, about finding different locations. Ahmed J. Puria is with us today of Postcard Travel. Postcard Travel, which you'll explain, I really enjoyed reading up on it and using it as a platform. It aims to be the Wikipedia of stories and people's people and places, which really sounds interesting to me. And, you know, mindful luxury travel. And of course, we all know on this podcast, we want all of you listeners to feel confident traveling, but finding new places, getting out of the bubble using travel as a force for good. And I'll bring Andrew in on this. Andrew, I know at this, this point in time, we get a lot of questions about really interesting places to go. People are trying to find new and unique locations. And a lot of times they're not quite sure of where to go. And I was looking on the website uh, that Ahmed has of Kenya, Antarctica, Sicily, Nepal, Bhutan, and all these I would want to go to, but I would really want to go on a curated version of the journey there, as opposed to me just going to a location because I think you learn more. What's your thoughts on kind of curated travel as we talk about postcard today? Let's see. You know, it's I. the older I get, I think I'm more and more open to curated and assisted. And as I hear this, I, I think there's so much value in listening to people. So I'm encouraged today because I want to hear what Amit has in store for us and why, why this is his passion and where he thinks it's going to take us. Because... Uh, in younger lives, I think we feel like we can just follow the, the trail of, of people with cameras around their necks, except I think that was a different generation. Now they're in our back pockets, in our hands, our phones. But back in the day, you'd, you'd follow that tourist bus and everyone would have a big, huge camera strapped around their neck. And it was, it was that guided tour experience. But we've moved away from that. And I think that we can move, need to move back toward it. So this is going to be an interesting Interesting discussion. So let's bring Ahmed in. Listen, you're somebody who's, you know, very much engaged in people trying to explore their horizons. Tell us a little bit about your horizons and, and what led you to, you know, postcard travel and, and the ideas that, that you've put on the table. Ah, so my, I think it's it's interesting question. Thanks, uh, Alan and uh, Andrew, for having me over. I understand when you mean horizon, my journey, if that's correct. Yeah. So I kind of started off, I think I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Uh, you know, ever since I was growing up, I was always creative. Uh, I was trying to do different things, entertain, uh, you know, find ways to sort of, you know, just get entertained or, you know, 
play with toys in different ways. So uh, it was really about, uh, you know, building something. I've always been passionate about building something and I wanted to do something different, you know, to what's already in uh, in the market. So I went to Carnegie Mellon in 1995 to 99. I did undergrad uh, in finance and entrepreneurship. And then I came back to India and I uh, sort of started working on social networking back in uh, 2000. And this was way before MySpace, Friendster and, you know, the others. But I think it was bad timing, a lot of luck that plays in, but wasn't able to take that off the ground. And then 9-11 happened. So chapter closed. But then I've been on this journey of, uh, you know, trying to find innovative uh, ways of using technology to really bring people together, right? And my whole idea is if we can bring good people together, then there's a lot of potential that opens up. So I've been through that. With that philosophy, I started something in social media, but I also got into uh, agri-tech. I got into retail, had a startup in fine art as well, and then finally travel. Travel has been particularly interesting for me because I think uh, I met met some of the most interesting people in this journey. You know, over the last 22 years, I've met a lot of individuals from different areas of life. But I think the ones that inspired me the most are the ones that I work with today. And it's really coming from that space, you know, so uh, it's how do we sort of build technology to sort of serve a common purpose. And in this case, it's really travel, bringing together a community of people who believe travel can be used as a force for good, uh, and then giving them the tools to sort of help them succeed. That's really a story. It's interesting because in in earlier podcasts, Andrew and I have discussed one of my favorite books, uh, Rick Steves, the the travel author, wrote Travel is a Political Act. And a big part of it is getting out of your comfort zone, getting out of the bubble and being an ambassador of travel. So I'd love to hear your your conversation on the different people that you're seeing that are traveling today and how they're using postcard travel to get out of the bubble. Because uh, as I saw when I was looking online, I mean, you you have tours to some really unique places in in, in you know, Kenya and Nepal and Bhutan and Antarctica, et cetera, and, and other places. Help help share with the audience. If I'm sitting here right now and I'm saying, I want to travel, how does postcard help me get out of that bubble? Other than, I'll be honest with you, it gives it would give me great confidence to know I got a great storyteller or a knowledgeable person leading the tour. Yeah, so I think it's an interesting question. It starts with the user journey, right? It's really where do we find such inspirations today? If we want to sort of travel to Sierra Leone, for example, as an abstract tour, you know, how do you find these stores, right? And how do you find these suppliers? So from a traveler's perspective, if I wear the traveler hat, you know, it's really hard for me to find these on Google because it's just not uh, easily, uh, you know, what do you search for, right? If you want to look at a curated tour of, let's say, Sicily, like you said. And then secondly, it's really hard to establish authenticity city, uh, you know, uh, who are the right guys to travel, uh, you know, everyone's got these amazing trips on their platform, but how do I choose which one is the right one for me? So that's the way what we do is, uh, from our perspective, we sort of bring together these travel designers that are very authentic, that kind of uplift local communities through their work and really use storytelling to inspire people about their land. You know, for us, mindful and responsible really is uh, inspiration and storytelling. You know, if if, uh, we as uh, people just start getting inspired about different parts of the world by reading local stories from different actors that are actually in on the ground, uh, it gives us that confidence, that assurance that, you know, the person who's actually writing these stories are authentic. uh, They're, you know, wanting to uh, support their uh, people. So it gives us two ways in which, you know, first we get inspired through the stories. uh, And then secondly, what postcards also does is helps you find the people who are behind the stories. So you actually have a call to action where you can actually go connect with them, talk to them, see if those stories are aligned with, you know, 
what you are uh, inspired by, and then they plan a trip for you. You know, travel advising that I hear you describing is more and more the case now because people are, uh, I, I believe it, there's been a real shift from the thought of, okay, maybe I can't get everything I need off Google. The, the mind has, I think we've all realized, okay, the internet is, is wonderful, but the filters are from algorithms that are giving me things that I already knew, things that I've already been to, and things that are already pushing me in a certain direction. So having that external non-algorithmic um, urge to say, hey, why don't you go off that highway and spend two days down this way instead? There's nothing on Instagram about it, but it's amazing. I believe the need for the travel advisor is, is going to increase more and more as people realize, okay, the internet isn't. And, and people who know where that amazing elderly woman is that makes the best pastry or the best soup that, that they've got to try. You know, what, what are your thoughts on that? I completely agree. I think, uh, you know, uh, since I don't come from the travel space, I think I, I, I kind of completely understand where you're coming from. I think we don't even, we haven't really realized the potential of what travel can do to our lives. You know, it's not just about going to a place. It's about learning. It's about growing as individuals, right? And you can't just do that uh, knowing, you know, ticking off bucket lists. It's really uh, by connecting with the culture, connecting with the narratives of the ground, going as a guest to the land, right? And the people that are actually catalysts for these transformational experiences are these travel designers because they've spent the time on the ground, they've met the people, they've built the networks, they've curated the itineraries, and they really try to figure out. And their role really is to sort of see what really is your angle of uh, seeing a country or seeing a city. And they curate these amazing experiences, which kind of take you deeper into understanding the, you know, the land, the people, the culture, history, etc. So it leads to a much more immersive experience. You kind of build empathy through the process. And in doing so, you know, you come out more transformed, more awake and uh, more inspired. Well, the, the adjective you used, immersive, to me is the important one. So when I travel without something like postcard, where I just land, so I've got a guidebook, done some research. It doesn't get as deep because I just can't find those little things that are not written up. And actually what I tend to find is other people who have a guidebook also uh, there. And what I was really interested when I was looking at postcard is because we're getting immersive travel with somebody who really understands the local mores, I'm actually now being taken not by the guidebook, by the person who really locally knows what's going on. But also that I'm developing a relationship with that person because I have to put the trust that they're going to take me to the right place. So maybe if you could share with us a little bit how you find these these different, not only locations, but people, because I think that's very interesting how you find the person that leads you on the immersive travel, because to me, that's a, a very important piece also. Sure, sure. So I think the whole idea came about when I joined the Transformational Travel Council. Uh, this was about a year uh, ago, and I came across these incredible people that were doing this uh, amazing work on the ground. Uh, so what we did was we started having conversations with these people. You know, we went to their website. We kind of saw that they were talking about sustainability. They were talking about their why. And I think that's really the thing. You know, what we get down to is we try to find out what their why is. Uh, and if they have a compelling why as to why they do what they do, uh, then it kind of we know that they're in this beyond 
the money aspect of it you know and and the interesting part is they really end up curating these experiences where they give back to the community as well so from a people's perspective i think uh, you know the ttc and there are a bunch of these kind of collectives uh, in different parts of the world whether they're representing travel designers uh, whether they're representing boutique hotels and what we try to do is sort of have those interactions you know make sure that we are aligned with the overall vision as to what we're trying to achieve uh, and then if there's a fit then we invite them onto the platform so we've we've made sure that we've kept this as an invitation based platform simply because we want to make sure that it's authentic and we have the right voices uh, coming on the platform i also think what's really neat is i've looked at the platform it's really user friendly you can and maybe you can split I mean, you, you, you can pick kind of by adjective what what you're looking for or you can pick by location and obviously you put a lot of thought into the technology on that that, that ties things together maybe you could share with our audience and, and I mentioned to our audience, it's, you know, really important for you if you, if you really like looking and we'll have it in the liner notes to, to go to the platform. I think it's www.postcard.travel. And I, I was really impressed because it, it gave me a lot of choices, but gave me a lot of different ways to select what might be the right immersive experience for me. Yeah, I think that's 22 years of uh, experience trying to build technology products, right? Uh, I think you learn from your mistakes, uh, you know, a little bit of intuition, a little bit of luck. But I think, uh, you know, if you think of how everything came together, we didn't know that we were building a product called Postcard. You know, it started off in a very different form factor. But then as we started working on the technology, we took about two years to sort of figure this out. But as we worked towards the technology, it started shaping up to something that eventually resembled a postcard. And that's really how the brand name came in. So actually the brand name came after the product was ready. And what we wanted to do was also go beyond just a listing platform. You know, we wanted to be uh, a little bit of something that we could give the reader before we sort of asked for any action. And that's where the whole idea of a postcard, which is a animated flip card, right? It's a two-sided user interface where uh, every story is presented in the form of a postcard. And each of these stories become inspirations that you can, that kind of tie in to the overall tour. So what we're trying to do, you know, even from a tactical perspective is to focus on education of the stories of the land. Uh, and that's where the postcard comes in. And then following that is where we connect the, the form through which the traveler can then connect with the supplier. It, it also looks like you're tying together people, culture, the different foods, the history, the, the nature in, and people get all those pictures. And what got me really excited was the thing often when you travel by yourself is you don't meet the local people, you meet the fellow travelers. And I thought that that's a really cool thing that you're able to tie in there on that. And, and so maybe a quick comment from you on, as you see diverse groups traveling, young to old, what are some tips if, if somebody was to take a postcard travel, I mean, obviously you, you pick a location, et cetera, that, you know, our audience that's looking for a new location, we've come out of COVID, people are ready to travel again. What's some of your tips to get people going with the platform? I think go with the story in mind, right? What postcard does differently is it doesn't tell you these are the top 10 things to do, right? Uh, if you look at the Peru album, for example, the Peru directory, we have three narratives through which you can see Peru. 
One is obviously uh, Aini, which is the uh, a, a whole story of generosity, which goes back to the Inca period. Uh, someone's taking people on a tour. If you're inspired by that narrative, or if you're a foodie, you can go on Green Gold, Green Gold which is all about agricultural uh, advancements that the Incas and the Peruvian people have made, which brings them the best cuisines in the world today. So my suggestion for people is really to go with an open mind. You know, go as a guest to the land learn from the people, connect with the people, uh, listen to the stories. I think that's really important because I think that's when a lot of self-realization comes in. Grow individually, you kind of relate to the stories that they are encountering. Maybe it has some inputs that can help you in your life and your situation. So it's really going with an open mind, saying yes a lot more than saying no to circumstances that present themselves. And yeah, just uh, enjoying the process, I think. It's, uh, you know, it's, it, I think people are lucky to be in this generation where you have this concept of nomads, right? And people able to figure this out. And it's such an amazing opportunity for, I think, the global community to sort of unite and really connect with one another, connect with different cultures and realize that, you know, at the end of the day, we're just one humanity, right? It's just, yes. Uh, which I think is so important. So people can get listed on postcard travel as storytellers at no charge, right? And properties can get added so that they get additional traffic and our guests at their their hotels and other attractions can list as well, right? Yeah, so I think, so right now we are focusing on tours and hotels uh, as mm -hmm. far as the products are concerned. Uh, but what we've also realized is a lot of the uh, hotels that we talk to and even travel designers, you know, either they're very busy or they're not very good at storytelling. So mm -hmm. what we do is we, the storyteller directory is really to sort of help our partners find storytellers who are you know who've written for top tier publications who are looking for work uh, to really connect them so that you know we present them with the opportunity to have really high quality stories that they can publish on behalf of their product and then use that to sort of inspire our audience very intrigued loving it because it takes me back to having people visit when i've lived in different places around the world and i like to take them to the places that are you know off the street down some path and there is the artisan that's that's carving that's making the pottery that's making the quilt the the different fabrics things like that because you see things through different eyes when you're when you're the one telling the story versus just receiving the story exactly so, and and it's so much yeah. more immersive right right it is it makes, a, it makes a big difference you're a storyteller yourself and you're you're in india if, if i were to come to india we and we've had we actually haven't had many guests on the podcast from India. If somebody was traveling to visit with you in India, what would you suggest? Because I also love to give people other ideas, and I don't think people travel to India quite enough. It's an incredible country. I've had one trip there and just scratched the surface. Change the conversation a little bit. Tell us a little bit about if somebody was to visit you, what they would expect. Oh, there's, there's so much to see here. I mean, India is a subcontinent in itself. Uh, we've got so many languages. We've got such depth in culture, history, nature, food, you know, wildlife, all these things, right? So there are so many different narratives through which I think India can be seen. We still need to bring those tours on board. Uh, you know, we just launched in uh, September, so it's early days for us. But one of the tours that I can talk about is 
is uh, the Pashmina Trail, which is in Ladakh, which is way up high in the mountains. The whole, I mean, if you're familiar with the Pashmina textile, yeah. one of the most expensive fabrics in the world, and it's been so for generations, right? Uh, and uh, people don't know that this textile actually comes from Ladakh, and it's often thought that it was from Kashmir, uh, which is up north. Uh, but what, what happens is, you know, you have these nomads, uh, the Ladakh region, which uh, I think live in 16,000 feet, uh, and they migrate eight to 10 times a year uh, with these Pashmina goats. And uh, the whole journey goes into that story. And there's this travel designer we have called Shoba from the Extra Mile. Her whole idea was, you know, how do I tell the Pashmina story through travel? You know, so this could be a great trip for people who are into fashion, people who want to go up in the, uh, you know, on, on a little adventure up in the mountains. But the trip actually takes you through the narrative of the Pashmina. So you end up, uh, you know, staying at the Stoke Palace Hotel, for example, which is uh, hosts the current king, uh, who's, I think, the 34th to the throne. If you're lucky, you get to meet him and he tells you the stories of uh, his people and his history. Uh, you go up to the mountains, uh, you see the you know, you see the uh, goats, you actually live with the nomads for two nights in a tent. It's only eight people because they don't want to sort of over overcrowd the whole uh, idea. You meet entrepreneurs who are supporting these nomads, right? They design high fashion and they have a label there. I think it's called Lena. They, they export that all over the world. And a lot of proceeds from the uh, revenue actually goes back to the nomadic community. And uh, I asked Shobha, you know, why do you do this? And it was all about, you know, her answer was it's a living heritage of India. And if we we have to sort of use tourism to actually find ways to preserve, celebrate, because the next generation is, uh, you know, taken into the technology space and they aren't kind of preserving their uh, old stories, right? So her idea is to sort of present these stores in this manner. So I would definitely recommend the Pashmina Trail for someone, uh, you know, who's coming to India. I think it would be an interesting experience. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, it, it, it dovetails into the question that we ask guests on our podcast. Now, you gave us a little journey. If we came to visit you, if could you share with our audience, perhaps an overlooked person, place or experience that, that you'd like others to look into themselves. This is almost like a plus one because you just gave us a great one in India, but another idea. So many. Yeah, there's so many. So many, right? I mean, I think, I think what we're trying to do is uh, show people a new way to see the world. Uh, right. Because I think what we talk about when we look at travel is I'm going to Kenya, I'm going to, uh, you know, uh, South Africa or I'm going to, you know, Ladakh or things like that. It's it started with it starts with the destination. It doesn't start with the story. What we're trying to do is have people start thinking about starting thinking of travel through narratives of different parts of the world. So now if you're looking at Kenya, you can go on a Kenya tour where they actually look at conservation as their focus. So you actually interact with people, you see the work that's being done, but at the same time, you're working closely with specialists who are in the conservation space. Uh, there's a tour uh, in in uh, another tour in Kenya that goes uh, Kenya beyond the safaris, you know, it goes into the deserts and it goes into those narratives. So what I've learned, uh, you know, just uh, building this uh, platform is, uh, you know, really to sort of go beyond the destination that you're looking at, but to start seeking out these interesting stories that you want to sort of experience in real life for yourself. And for me, that's been so so amazing that uh, it's hard for me to know. I feel like I've never traveled before, you know? Uh, this is this is inspiring because I want to be watching to see the new developments coming to postcard.travel. And so as, as I hear this and I, you know, where the website postcard.travel is probably one of the best places to keep up to date with you. Is there, are there other places online that 
people should follow? Yeah, we have our social media channels. Uh, we have, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we post one story every day on Facebook, on uh, LinkedIn, as well as on Instagram. We have a blog as well, uh, where we sort of, uh, you know, send out a newsletter every week or two weeks. You know, that's something that people can subscribe to. And of course, you know, the platform postcard.travel is the uh, space to go if they want to sort of look at hotels or tours uh, of this kind. Fantastic. We really are very supportive of your goal and vision. And we hope our listening audience out there avails themselves of some of these amazing amazing trips and opportunities. And what I like that you said is it's not like, hey, I'm, I'm going to Kenya, like checking it off a list. Uh, I'm, I'm experiencing Kenya. I'm experiencing the people and the food and, and uh, the immersive experience. And Andrew, I'll turn it over to you for the final word. But we've we've always been big fans of getting, quote unquote, out of the bubble and into the immersive experience. I, I think this is a great tool for people who may be concerned that if getting out of the bubble on their own might be a little difficult with somebody to help them uh, through that. I think this is a great, great tool. Your thoughts? I I do. This is one of those things that I'm excited to have learned about through it. And those who are who are new, looking at different regions, looking at places as they plan the next season of life, I think postcard travel is needs to be part of the planning. So thank you, Amit, for joining us. Thank you all who are listening today. If you will subscribe, share, and and write us a review if the platform you're on uh, has that ability. If it's Apple or others. Thank you once again. Thank you so much. Thank you, Alan. Thank you, Andrew. It was great being here. Thank you, our audience. We look forward to you traveling well. We'll catch you next week. Cheers. Insured Nomads proudly supports the New Nomad podcast. Insured Nomads for the evolution of insurance, for the revolution of travel. For all your travel, medical, and support needs, please visit our website at insurednomads.com. We support our location-independent community worldwide. Thanks for tuning in to the New Nomad Podcast, where we bring together an incredible community of people and ideas that embody the nomadic spirit. Please remember to subscribe and leave a review. For more amazing tips to help you take advantage of the cross-border lifestyle, please visit us at insurednomads.com forward slash podcast. See you next week.